On today's first round KO, we briefly talk about the Pro Bowl and all the fun things that they've been doing so far, and we give small predictions for that. Then we talk about the legacy of Tom Brady. Then we touch about the uh, NBA All-Star weekend with Giannis and LeBron being named as captains. We talk about all the drama that's happening with Kyrie Irving. Then we talk about NXT TakeOver Phoenix and the WWE Royal Rumble for this weekend. And then we talk about Ronda Rousey towards the end. And just before you guys get into the episode, I just wanted to make a quick announcement at the beginning of the show. Uh, we are moving... Uh, we're moving from SoundCloud over to Anchor. We are currently on Anchor. That's where most of our things, that's where everything will be from now on. Um, it will still be shot over to um, iTunes as of right now. And in the future, it will be shot into a lot of different podcast apps. It's just going to be a better situation for all of us. Um, if you go to the last about five minutes of the podcast, you'll hear us talk about everything in full. But please, Download Anchor, the app, and give us a listen on there. You can start interacting with us, sending us message, uh, voice messages that we can respond to, those kind of things. But I strongly suggest the Anchor app. It's a great podcast app with a lot of different podcasts that uh, you can find on there. So I strongly recommend it. That's where we're going to be from now on. No more, no more SoundCloud. So with that in mind, let's get it. One day to call my mama to remind her we ain't broke I'm on the move with it They all watching like what he do with it It's a night I'm on the move with it They all watching like what he do with it Look at him go, look at him go Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. We talked about this before the show, but I'm just going to put this out there. On the off chance, on the very weird off chance that any of my professors hear this podcast, one, hi, two, thank you, three, sorry, but I ain't coming to class on Wednesday. No. (laughs) To hell with that. When when shit starts to get down in the negative twenties, <laughs> that's like okay, I'm not gonna I can leave the house today. I can kind of like negative twenty is like almost like an every other day thing in winter. But when we start talking negative 
50. That's what I'm saying. Once you get past negative 20, you can get frostbite in like five minutes. Yeah. And I have and, a 10-minute walk to class. And everything freezes super quickly. I'm just not going to class on Wednesday. My frostbite will get frostbite. Yeah. And I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I, you, wait, you yeah. have frostbite already? No. It was a, like because oh. I – Every five, yeah, yeah. five minute, ten minute one. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, I, I follow. <laughs> I, I got I got the joke, okay? I got the fucking joke. Anyway. You stopped laughing back there. We have an audience of one today. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um oh man. Wow. I I apologize ahead of time if I don't make any sense or if I slur words or if I just stop talking randomly. <laughs> He's not drunk, I swear. I can vouch I'm, I can vouch for this. He's I'm just very fucking tired. So exhausted right now and I don't well, I know why. It's cuz we closed the bars last night and then I had a 10 a.m. So, <laughs> yep. It's fine. I did that to myself, but you know, I'm going to go to bed when I get home. Who am I kidding? I'm not going to bed when I get home. I'm going to go back and watch the Royal Rumble 20 10 and get a pizza what pizza now i want to watch a rumble all right i'll probably do that too anyway maybe i'll rewatch last year's relive the glory days of shinsuke nakamura <laughs> honestly <laughs> rip okay but we'll talk about uh nxt and the royal rumble later in the show as we always push wwe towards the uh second half of the show because I know all my listeners don't watch WWE. I get complaints. <laughs> you do? Yeah, Chad. You know I don't listen to your wrestling podcast. Yes, Chad, I'm aware. <laughs> I don't expect you to. <laughs> Jeez. Um, that's like all my friends who don't watch sports. They're like, I want to support you, but I don't want to listen to your podcast. Like, that's fine. You don't have to. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not going to. I don't expect you to sit through an hour of me talking about sports. You're right. If you don't, you know, it's whatever. But anyway, let's talk about some sports. Let's do it. We're going to talk about the Pro Bowl. Even though you were like, you saw the lineup and you're like, do we have to talk about the Pro Bowl? <laughs> In that exact. <laughs> yeah, that was a spot on impersonation, if I do say so myself. Um, <laughs> But I just I don't know okay so I, I just want to talk about a few things because th there's been some fun clips to come out the skills challenges today and all that fun stuff. Okay. Uh, the first thing was Jamal Adams tackling the Patriots mascot. Did oh, and sending him to a fucking hospital. <laughs> did that? Did he send him to a hospital? <laughs> Dude, the mascot had to go to the hospital after that. That's hilarious, actually. But did you see? Um, ooh, who was it now? It was some ESPN guy. Maybe it was Skip. It was Skip. Skip Bayless is tweeted he, the video. Is he on Fox? Yeah, he's on Fox. That's a, yeah. I thought it might have been Stephen A., but it's it's Skip. And Skip tweeted the video and said, uh, just because you can't tackle any Patriots players, you have to resort to the mascot. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> But then he clapped back and he said, Skip, are you a Patriots fan or a Cowboys fan? Make up your mind. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's true. Okay. So that was that was really fun. Uh, I didn't know he got sent to the hospital. That makes the story a little bit better. Um, did you see Von Miller try to do the quarterback challenge? I did not. <laughs> I'm assuming it's going so Have you well seen the quarterback challenge? Yes. <laughs> this, I'm assuming this went horrible. Von Miller, do you want to guess his total score? 
close to the worst possible? Pretty close. Two? Oh, no. Shit, yes. <laughs> King me! Because he guessed the number. Um, <laughs> yes, Von Miller got a total of two points. Gosh. Some of these throws were terrible. I don't know why he tried this. Now, did you see Devontae Adams? He didn't try the challenge. No. But Devontae Adams threw a 70-yard pass. Everyone, Adam Thielen was like, bro, did you know Tay can throw a 70-yard pass? And everyone was like, nah. <laughs> and Tay was like, fuck it. <laughs> Picked up a ball. Boom. The first, I think the first try was 54, and he was like, no, 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 no. Give me another one. He threw another one 70 on the dot. And everyone was like, <laughs> was like all right, Tay, you ain't catching Hail Marys anymore. You're throwing them. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. I love the Pro Bowl. I, like, it's I never, a lot of fun, but I just don't so watch fun. it. See, I don't watch it because of the rumble. It's always on Rumble weekend, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure Vince does that on purpose. <laughs> I'm like, the bad money he does it on purpose. Because you can't do it during the playoffs. You can't do it during the Super Bowl, so Pro Bowl it is. I want to watch the Pro Bowl because it is fun to watch. They do, like, sideline interviews. They do on-field interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, yeah. I'm going to say, they loosen up all the rules and everything. Yeah. They let people just, like, tweet and shit, like, on the It's on the super fun. So, no, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's just, like, it was more fun for me when I was little. And then once I hit, like, 12, I was like, I don't give a shit about the Pro Bowl. It's just fun to watch, especially because I'm a football fan and I get sad around this time because I realize there's only one more game that means anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Then I cry on the inside, (laughs) Um, especially because it's fucking New England again. (sighs) Don't. We'll save, that. we'll save that for next week. No, just kidding. <laughs> it's the next fucking topic. Tom Brady's on here. <laughs> Fuck. I did this to myself. You played. Um, okay. So, before we stop talking about the Pro Bowl. Okay. Small prediction. Yeah. Who's going to win? AFC, NFC. <laughs> By what score? By a combined score of what? Like 150? <laughs> no, like they always do. The final score will be... 52 to 48. AFC. You're going AFC? AFC. Strictly because of Patrick Mahomes. That's fair. And DeAndre Hopkins. Dear God. <laughs> Can you. Im- oh. I really want to watch the Rumble. Pull it up on your phone. It's on ESPN. But I right? want to watch the Rumble. It's, it's on ESPN. I suppose the Rumble. Right? Well, the Rumble match, but I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll. We can pull just pull it up on the phone or something. Maybe I'll pull it up. We'll see. You want to know who? Oh, Hopkins is- isn't playing. Never mind. You want to know who else is a quarterback for the AFC in the Pro Bowl? Wait, I know this. Yeah, you do. <sighs> yeah, you He's do. He's subbing for Brady. Yeah, you do. How did? Mm. Say one bad thing about my quarterback, I will end you. <laughs> He did have a good regular season. You're goddamn right Deshaun Watson did. Okay. He was a sub. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> don't care. Anyway, Andrew Luck was in there first. Um. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Hey man I'm, just, I'm just glad a few. I'm just glad some Bears players made, made the Pro Bowl, too, honestly. That's fair. Quite a few of them. Oh, Clayus Campbell. Let's go. And then Mitch was a late addition because of uh, uh, Jared Goff. Oh yeah, yeah. Which was, but like all the defense and like the special, like Tariq Cohen and all of them still still made it. Khalil Mack was like invited to it, but he declined. Which I feel like most people do nowadays. Right. That's what it's looking like here. Tyreek Hill not even playing. There's an asterisk by his name. 
I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I, I mean, the AFC seems to win every year. True. I'm going to go NFC because allegiance to – it's like the same thing with – I look at all-star games all the same way. Whatever my favorite team or wherever my favorite, most of my favorite players are in, yeah, I go for them. <clears throat> so, like, for, for like for MLB, I always root for the American League. Why? The Chicago White Sox. The NBA doesn't really fucking matter now. <laughs> All my favorite players are everywhere. I have LeBron in the <clears throat> West and Giannis in the East. See, here's the thing, though. I'm pretty sure Devontae Adams is the only Packer. Really? So, I mean, Aaron's in there, but he's not playing. Okay. He got replaced for Russell Wilson. Yeah, he's – yeah. He's I mean, I don't want I don't want Aaron to play that's in the right. Pro Bowl anyway. I was going to say, why would he – why would he? Oh, God, that's right. That's why that game oh, was so bad. you mean the game that they shouldn't have even fucking played him in, but they did anyway because the Packers like to fucking run Aaron Rodgers to the ground? He wanted to play. I don't give a shit what he wants to do. He's your franchise quarterback. You tell him to sit the it's fuck down. It's the last down. game of the season. He'll heal from a concussion in three weeks. I don't care. <laughs> I would sit my franchise player down. Ooh. We have a reputation for Iron Man quarterbacks. Brett Favre is still alive and well. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, career-wise. Don't disrespect the man. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Tariq Cullen, specialist, return specialist. Damn right he is. Couldn't get named as running back? Fuck you! <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> don't act like he wasn't good on special teams this year. It doesn't matter. He was good on special teams. All right, just don't fucking diss him. He's a running don't back. Don't fucking diss him. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Not a problem. He's a discount Alvin Kamara. <laughs> <laughs> and look who made the list at running back. Alvin Kamara. <laughs> this is fun. I like talking about the Pro Bowl. So, you're picking NFC. <laughs> What's the score that you want to go with? Pick a score, damn it! A lot to a little. Move on. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Thanks for Pro being Bowl. specific. <laughs> you think the Pro Bowl is gonna be a blowout? It's a glorified All Star. It's a. It's all not gonna be a blowout though. Oh, I said a lot to a little. Yeah, you did. A lot to a little less than a lot. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> anyway. You went ahead and disrespected like five of my favorite players and my favorite team, all when talking about the Pro Bowl of all things. And you had fucking help back here. It's not fair. <laughs> Although the help was my doing. I was gonna say I do this. I do this when it's just me in here too. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I know you. I do. can't. I. <sighs> I'm. I'm sorry. I'm just still looking at these. Khalil's not playing. No, he he straight up said he's just not even going. Which is completely fair yeah he's not even there anthony Barr's gonna hurt someone <laughs> fuck him fuller's not playing kyle it, well there's an asterisk wait kyle Fowler, right yeah okay i forgot he got named to the pro bowl good for him eddie jackson hell yeah look at that the no. only player that i actually respect besides khalil mack on the entire team name oh, another one that i should respect if you say Mitch Trubisky, I'll slap you. <laughs> For the safety of my face, let's move on. Sticking with quarterbacks that I don't like, we're going to talk uh, about Tom Brady. Why? Because we have to. 
Right. Okay, neither of us like him. No. Wait, do you like him? All right. I, I couldn't tell you. I know people from New England. This is no joke. I know people really? from New England who don't like Tom Brady. Really? I feel yes. Like they, I, I was gonna say I, everyone feels like I feel like everyone who who's if a you're Patriots a diehard fan, Patriots fan, yeah, and I know like see you know people from New England like who hate yeah. Tom Brady. Every Patriots fan that I know views Tom Brady yeah like a fucking god, a messiah. Every, he's not. But anyway, son of a fucking prick. He you okay? At this point, yes. We you have you have to throw respect on his name. I never disrespected him. I just like he's just my most hated player in the league. Now I. In sports, calling the term "goat" gets thrown around a lot. And, to him, well, I I mean in every sport, you know, oh. you got you got LeBron James and MJ. There's two different arguments: yeah. talent versus accomplishments. And now in here, you have Joe Montana and Brady and Rogers and all these different guys. Where talent versus accomplishments exactly. versus achievements. Yeah, it's a whole. So it's a convoluted. So. Uh, it's hard for me to say that there's an absolute goat. Who has does Montana have more rings? I doubt it. Montana doesn't have five rings. No, he doesn't. I'm pretty sure Brady definitely passed that. Unless I'm wrong on that, but I don't think so. Um But So what's know, so it's the question here is Tom Brady the the greatest football player of yes. all time? Now when I phrase that when it when greatest football player, greatest quarterback. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I want to phrase it. Oh we'll we'll just stick with quarterback for now. Greatest quarterback of all time. Now when I phrase that, I'm not saying most talented or, you know, best at skill position but just the greatest of all time because it's hard to argue. He's been to more Super Bowls than almost any other franchise. I think he's – did you see the graphic that NBC Sports put up where he's been – he's been to – Belichick and Brady have been in more championship games than I think 57 franchises combined of all the major sport leagues in, Jesus. in America. And that counts MLB, NBA, NFL, and NHL. Yeah, exactly. 50 fucking seven franchises. I'm trying to think of who it is, but I'm pretty sure there's a – franchise who's been to more i want to s- in america no or i in general? like one specific franchise that's been to like that's been to 10 so maybe i'm wrong yeah would that be pittsburgh because they've been to a that's billion what i'm trying to think but i don't think they've been in a lot and won most have, of like, them f- what do they have six yeah they got six there's a chance they could maybe it is pittsburgh i don't remember but there i'm i'm trying to remember the graphic in my head maybe i saved it but but Brady himself, Brady and Belichick, but we're talking about Brady. Brady has been to more Super Bowls than 99% of the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, like, how – and he's, you know, he's 5-3, and three, but he's an interception. He's an interception and Eli Manning An interception and <laughs> Eli Manning – well, no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about his wins. Oh. He's an interception yeah. away from – being four and four he's <laughs> a ridiculous comeback away from being three and five you know and i mean these other you know these other ones he's had he had and, his, then, and then they're what? all three-point games and then what was it he, he was a pete carroll decision away from okay they're all 
either three or four point games except for Philly last year, which was eight. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I it's hard because oh, what website are you on? I re, uh, pro football reference. Pro football reference. Okay. I I don't know. He's I respect the hell out of him and the Patriots, but I put most of my respect on Belichick. And the coaching staff, because they just know what they have and they know how to use it. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. If you put Brady on any other team, he doesn't have nearly as much success. If you put any other quarterback with with Bill Belichick, they probably do this same thing. I just think I – it's really hard. Because if you think about it, like, these three Super Bowls are all won by kicks. Mm-hmm. He lost the two because of good defenses, because he played against good defenses. He lost the Seattle, or he won the Seattle one because Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll decided not to run the ball. Atlanta decided not to run the ball. Atlanta just decided not to show up in the second. And half. then they lost to another good defense and a backup quarterback. I just he's so lucky. He's just so lucky. They get so many calls. The tuck rule. Miles Jack being down. Fucking everything. Like. I so many calls in that Chiefs game. Just so many games. I I just feel like he's too lucky. But he's been to nine Super Bowls. That's the thing that kind of that like makes me almost like hate the argument that I try to bring up because I agree with you in the luck thing, but at the same time, it's like how much luck does a you can't be that lucky to be in nine Super Bowls at some given point. You can be point. good enough to get to those cha- AFC Championship games and then be lucky in every single one of them and in the Super Bowl. Because, <laughs> I mean, think about it. When luck didn't go his way, i.e. fucking uh, David Tyree and Mario Manningham, mm-hmm. <laughs> then he lost those games. Right. Luck wasn't on his side. <sighs> I don't know. It's. I want to say, I. I mean, there's no question. You, you have to say he's the most accomplished quarterback because that's just a fact. Yeah, he is. I just. I can't say that he's the best. I can't say he's the. He's the greatest. I just can't. Because if you honestly, if you put Aaron Rodgers on this team, they'd they'd be undefeated. I think they'd have nine Super Bowls. Yeah. And be playing for a tenth this weekend or next weekend. And I might be a little bit more if inclined you, to like New England. I feel like you could put a number of quarterbacks. I Matt Ryan, I feel like, would survive in that. All right, so, yeah, so let's look at all the top-tier quarterbacks <laughs> not and put them on there. Oh, do you want to go with tier low? Yeah, let's, like just, tier let's just go back to the Pro Bowl roster. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that idea. Okay, Patrick Mahomes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Philip Rivers. Rivers. Yes. Tom Brayton. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, Andrew Luck. Luck. Yes. Deshaun Watson. Probably. This is just AFC, correct? Yeah. Let's look at it, NFC, too. All right, so here we go. Drew Brees, Brees, fucking course. See, I think Drew Brees is better than Tom Brady. Easily. For the longest time, I was Team Peyton over Tom Brady. Jared Goff, we don't know about yet. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, we already said. Mitch, we don't know about yet. Fair. Uh, fair. Russell, yes. Yes. Dak, no. No. Dak is one. I don't consider him a top-tier quarterback. Um, Dak's not even top five. Top ten. He might not be top fifteen to be honest. I don't. To be fair, I wouldn't even believe him to be top twenty. That might be stretching, but uh, well, uh, whatever. Um, maybe that's something we can do in the off season. I'd be down. Well, what was my train of thought here? 
I had something and I lost it. Um, Any other quarterback in the league could do what Brady's doing. Well, yeah, I just he's just not the greatest. Like you can't sit here and say that he's the best quarterback of all time because I just I don't think the numbers back it up. I like obviously the achievements do, but this is a team sport. Mm-hmm. No one calls Bill Russell the greatest basketball player of all time. He even has 11 he, championships. I was going to say, even though he is arguably, if we're going by cha- that's why the championship argument is so stupid. Exactly. And why I hate people back at home. It's like, oh, well, nobody could surpass Jordan as all well, the championships. Bill Russell did it Jordan before Jordan was born. Exactly. Like, like fuck out of here. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's so stupid. And that, Yeah. I don't even know. I, I, I don't think I can give a straight answer on this. He's not the greatest of all time. He's definitely the most accomplished. I still love uh, Rob Parker's uh, thing that he calls him. He calls him the low, the luckiest of all time because I, I truly believe that he is. I, I like that. He was lucky that Belichick gave him a chance. Because if Belichick doesn't give him a chance and Belichick stumbles upon a different quarterback – it's that guy who's the greatest of all time instead of Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. It's just funny how we have no problem admitting that Bill Belichick is arguably, if not the greatest head coach of all time. I, but then when it goes to Brady, we're just like, <laughs> I would personally say that he is the greatest football head coach of all time. I believe he's just the greatest coach. Ooh. In football, like just you look at all the coaches in all the American sports. He's he's who's the coach of the of UCLA. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Sec- yeah. Second greatest coach of all time, John Wooden. Wood- there it is. Kicks, yeah. blows Bill Belichick out yeah. the water. That's what I'm thinking. And honestly, I've wait. No, I'm talking professional sports. Not if you take out co- collegiate. But if we are doing just like regular coaches, then yeah, John That's Wooden. That's fair. I because I might even put Shashevsky up there too. Mike Shashevsky, yeah. yeah. Trying to think of collegiate. Don Shula. Oh, fucking Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. He's definitely up there. Yeah, Jackson. But anyway, football would you put, wise, would you put Don Shula up there? Yes. He's up there, but I think Belichick's better. Belichick passes Shula. Yes, yeah. I agree. But yeah, I I don't know. You have to put respect on Brady's name, but I don't. I can. I don't think I can ever call him the greatest of all time. I won't. Also, side note: speak some slightly related. Of all the billion jerseys that you have, is there a Rams one somewhere in that collection? Not yet. Fuck. Why did you want to wear it? I need. I need one for the Super Bowl. <laughs> I have a Patriots one. I could be funny and wear it. I can also be funny and accidentally on purpose spill some shit it's on Rob it. It's Rob Gronkowski. Don't respect him or don't disrespect him. I don't. <laughs> I don't respect him. You're How right. Do you not respect your Rob Gronkowski. I fucking hate that glorified frat boy of an NFL player. He is one of the greatest tight ends. I don't give a fuck what he is. Anyway. <laughs> It's another beneficiary of the system. No, he is pure talent. And a and a fucking frat boy. Who cares? I do. Fucking hate Where him. Where is this coming from? You've never known this? I've always hated Rob Gronkowski. I can't stand what? him. Can't stand him. Love him when he's on my fantasy team. Outside of that, I fucking hate him. Wow. You don't, you, what's wrong with having a little fun? There's he's nothing just, wrong. He's just living there's life. There's nothing wrong with having a little fun, but there's too much fucking he's fun. He's just living his best life. <sighs> All right, let's talk some basketball. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I do that to myself? <laughs> you can't believe I did that. Anyway, let's talk All-Star Weekend. So, team captains were announced. LeBron, obviously. He got the most votes, but coming in second in votes... 
Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Greek freak. Let's AKA fucking go. The alphabet. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> I mean, look at his goddamn name and tell me that ain't the entire alphabet <laughs> damn near. Giannis it's Alphabet. Clo- it's close to the alphabet. <laughs> Some dude on Snapchat calls him Yanni Vowels. <laughs> Yanni Vowels. Yeah, yeah. Shit's awesome. <laughs> Yanni Vowels is the best nickname. <laughs> Yanni Vowels. Uh, spe- I want that on a jersey right now. Quick Yanni side Vowels. note. And I need to check the score of the game because I just remembered it was happening tonight. But quick side note. The Hornets and Bucks game tonight was fucking highlight reel heavy tonight. Was it? Oh, my God. Mikel Bridges had one of the best putbacks I've ever seen. I think he's in the dunk contest this year. Oh, Bucks won 108-99. Let's go. Giannis drops 34. No, but, like, <laughs> three comes from the corner, bounces to the other side. Mikel Bridges catches it right here mm-hmm. and just, boom. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. I got to go watch it. I stood up and screamed at work. <laughs> <laughs> and then – Oh, my God. Middleton had a spin move that was dirty. Brogdon had, like, a double cross-up and then a layup within traffic. Oh, God, it's just so good. Anyway, I love watching the Bucs. Uh, okay, so let's talk about – I don't know why they still have West and East starters when they do a draft. It's do – you, do you draft starters and then reserves? Is that how it works? I didn't watch last year. Yeah, so how it works is that these are, like, all five are, like, the are so like the, the two starters. Captains, do you pick your four starters out of the starters? Yes. And then you pick the reserves out of the reserves. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. So it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter what conference they come from. Like Giannis could pick Steph if now, he wanted to. Right, 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 right. Okay, so here's the before we get into the rest of the people. I I've heard some people have a problem with Giannis be or with LeBron being the lead vote getter and being the captain. Why? Because he's been hurt a lot. Boo fucking who. I agree. They have a point. They do. But he is arguably the face of the league. That's what I think. You're not going to have an all-star game with well, LeBron James out of it. That's a, that's true. My argument is when he's on the court, he's the greatest basketball player in the world. Yes. So, I don't know. There there has been some. Like, I can I see why people can be upset about that. But who in the West are you going to have? Uh, Kevin Durant? I could see Steph. I, there's an argument for Steph being number one. But I don't know. I want to know how AD, Luka Dantic were left out of the starters. Because they were like lead vote-getters for a while. You know they're going to make the game. Oh, absolutely. Dantic is for sh- Well, Derrick Rose is going to make the all-star game at this rate. We're gonna, I, be- I believe he is, too. We're going to talk about Luka Dantic in a little bit. Um, okay, so let's talk about Steph Curry, yes. Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. Paul George, mm-hmm. James Harden, yep. and LeBron James, obviously. LeBron James. <laughs> and then on the East, we had Giannis. Joel Embiid, Connor's favorite player, Kyrie Irving, okay. Kawhi Leonard, okay. and Kemba Walker. Ooh. Oh, Kemba? Really? Let's go, Kemba. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't go. know that. That's fucking awesome. Us. Oh, oh, hometown. Hometown. Yeah. Hometown team. Well, and? not hometown team, but the and? team. But the league was going to find a way to fit him in there. That's fucking awesome. But the, go Kemba. Uh, go Kemba. Yeah. Fucking love Kemba. Anyway, uh... Good starters. Who do you think got left out? Who got robbed? Out of both conferences? Yeah. You give me one from each. Ooh, oh wow. Okay. So I have one. From um, the is there anyone left in the East who's good? <laughs> <laughs> give me someone in the East. Um, but I would say 
no, um, no. Then again, I'm very unfamiliar with how he, how mm. I would say Victor Oladipo, but he was hurt. Yeah, that, that just popped. Well, I mean, my he head just too. got hurt. Just so got that hurt. So, but I would say Victor Oladipo. Yep, I agree. If anything, I would, I would say Oladipo should barely pass Kemba Walker to yeah. be a starter in the game. I'm trying to think. And then for the West, the biggest omission I think is obviously Anthony Davis. I'm trying to think of the teams. Yeah. See, how the fuck does Luca and Davis? How are they four and five? And Jogic. I'm so confused right now. Oh, because they're front court. Yes, that's just front court, yeah. My bad. Curry, Harden. Wait, can you go back on back court for me, please? For West? West. Curry, Harden. My boy, D-Rose! Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard. Oh, man, if Damian Lillard misses out, I might actually be salty that he Damian will get in the game. Damian has to get in. Now, Chris Paul, I don't believe, should well, be Well, he's in. been hurt all season. Exactly. He only played, what, the first two weeks? So why should he be an all-star if he just because he's good and he's not playing? He won't be, he won't be in. He's top ten right now for the for the backcourt. I'm just saying that would be stupid. I the, the, Lonzo Ball, same thing. He he's been hurt a lot. I don't think he should be in. If Devin he, Booker, I like. He should be higher. <laughs> yes. Demar Derozan should be. I think should be higher. Clay Thompson. He's just he's just a victim of look who's ahead of him. Yeah. I'm excited for Clay to leave. I don't um, think he is. I think they're about to reschedule. I hope that. he leaves. But who would you resign, KD or Clay? <laughs> I think KD's gone. We'll see. Anyway, who do you think out of the starters? Who do you think got uh, missed out for the West? Because you said Oladipo for the East. Oh, eighty, easily eighty. Yeah. That's fair. And I get like everyone. If LeBron was still in the East, eighty would have been a starter. How is Dwayne Wade getting more than Oladipo? You know why? It's so you know- Dwayne Wade literally came out and said, "I wouldn't even vote for myself." It's his he's la- playing like he's a sixth man. It's his last season. He's one of the greatest shooting guards of all time. You think the fans aren't going to put him in one last All-Star game? Come on. I personally would vote for, for him. I didn't. I'm I missed- a Dwayne Wade fan, but come on. Hey, Eric Bledsoe. Let's, let's go. go. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I love D-Wade, so. Um, what was my – oh, mine was going to be Jason Tatum out of the East. I believe okay. he is one of the best players in the East. Agreed. Uh, so I think he probably could have snuck in there. And I probably have to agree with you on it, Anthony Davis. Um, Damian Lillard, I feel like he deserves to be higher up there. Oh, always. You know I'm always team no Lillard. No disrespect to Derrick Rose, but he should definitely be three. I think so. Westbrook shouldn't be that high. I hate Russell Westbrook. But – yeah, I'm, I'm. To be honest, I'm actually starting to cool on Westbrook a lot. Good, as you should. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Want to hear me, a fun stat? Tell me how you really feel. Do you want to hear a fun stat? I'm ready so, to hear a fun stat. Are you ready to hear a fun stat? Because I'm ready to hear this. Listening. <laughs> she just goes, no. <laughs> listening to my favorite sports commentator, uh, <laughs> Colin Coward. That's a joke. He's not my favorite. He's just fun to listen to because sometimes he's crazy. But he brought up a very good point because he okay. does not like Russell Westbrook either. <laughs> now, I was listening to this on New Year's Eve. So, granted, this stat is a little dated, but it probably hasn't changed too much. As of New Year's Eve, or New Year's Day, actually, I think I was right. Either way. Mm-hmm. As of that day, 175 NBA players yeah. had shot a certain amount of three-point uh three-point shots Mm -hmm. and that made them eligible for like 
you know, like you have to shoot a certain amount to be eligible to lead the league, that type of thing. Yeah. Like you can't shoot one and say I'm 100%. Exactly. Yeah. A league minimum. There's a league minimum. So of the league minimum, there was 175 people. Do you want to know where Russell Westbrook ranked in three-point percentage out of those 175 people? Percentage? Out of out of how many? 100? Uh, or his rank his out of rank. 175. Do I'm you know what his rank was? Close to dead last, I would say. Wait, as far as percentage or attempts? Percentage. Close, <laughs> close, bottom, ha- bottom of the list. Yes. Absolute 175th. He's dead last? He was dead last. He's dead last. Dead last. Holy shit. I believe Damn. his attempts yeah. were near the top. <laughs> That's expected. <laughs> That's expected. He's terrible. And then it was the same day. This was the game that he airballed that he airballed like three three pointers yeah. at towards the end of the game while they're down three. Mm-hmm. And Paul George is on the court sitting there like, what the fuck, dude? I can make one. <laughs> right. Give me the ball. But no, this freaking OKC has built their team around him and built their franchise around him. But why do they have Paul? But why do they resign that money to Paul George? I don't know. So I don't think that's a friend. I think that's Russell Westbrook saying, fuck no, y'all, this is me. They took a timeout and they drew up a play for Russell Westbrook to take that three. When you have Paul George on your team. Trust me, I'm irate. It's fucking ridiculous. Russell Westbrook is terrible. (laughs) Even though he's got like 15 triple doubles this year. It's because he shoots 45 times a game. Oh my god, I hate him. (laughs) Why are we talking about players that I hate? This was supposed to be a fun episode. (laughs) I like how you preface the episode. This is going to be a fun episode. Tom Brady, Russell Westbrook. And now I'm angry. God. Okay. <laughs> um, chances that LeBron picks Kyrie with the first pick. That would be fucking poetic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how fucking poetic that would be? That Kyrie would be call awesome. gives him a call midseason, and then LeBron drafts him first. And then Giannis pick. would be like, "Okay, Durant, get the fuck over here." <laughs> right? He's like, "Dumbass, dumbass, what the fuck?" <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway oh my god okay speaking of Kyrie, this yeah. is the next thing i want to talk about yeah and i couldn't up? find anything on this but yeah there's a lot going on behind the scenes yeah between Kyrie, yeah boston yep. and lebron and Naturally. la <laughs> i love it oh no i want it all right i need it <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that I told you I'm really tired. <laughs> okay, let me preface by saying. <laughs> I can't wait to go back and listen to this part specifically on the podcast. Let me preface this. By the way, I love how on Anchor, how you how you can like list off what segments it says. Yeah. I'm going to purposely just go to the Kyrie thing and just hear that part. Well, right I'm there. not going to separate this whole thing into sec. Well, maybe I will. It'll make it easier. But anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I let me preface by saying I am a Duke basketball fan. Yes, hate me for it. I don't care. Um, but so I like any any NBA player who played at Duke. Yes. So therefore, I like JJ Redick. I like it's so facto. I'm a huge Kyrie fan. I like Jason Tatum, even though I hate the Celtics. You know, I like uh, Marvin Bagley. 
anyway, so I'm a huge Kyrie fan, which is why I started cheering for Cleveland mm-hmm. when he got drafted there. And then LeBron went there and they're like, oh, bandwagon. Yeah, it's fine. I'm a bandwagon fan. I don't care. Um, but so I've been a Kyrie fan. I It's hard for me right now because he's in Boston. I can't stand Boston sports. Just can't. But it's Kyrie, so I still like him, and he's got Jason Tatum. So the fact that I am now a bandwagon – yes, I will admit I'm a bandwagon Lakers fan. Oh, I, of LeBron. I openly admit I'm a bandwagon Whenever, Whenever fan. you do that yearly, like, favorite teams so that you don't, you know, you don't you don't become a bandwagon fan, I literally put Milwaukee Bucks slash LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cheer for whatever team LeBron is on, okay? Get over it. Um, so the fact that Kyrie is – because Kyrie – Everyone thought that Kyrie left the Cel- or the Cavaliers because he didn't want to play with LeBron. But it has now come out that he wanted to leave because he knew LeBron was going to leave and he didn't want to be stuck there with a LeBronless Cavaliers team because he already knows he already knew what that was like. Not good. Not good at all, and we're seeing that now. So, now <laughs> now him and LeBron are making up on Instagram and LeBron's singing to Kyrie. And now Kyrie's getting mad at his teammates in Boston because I, someone took a last-minute shot and it was bad. I think it was Gordon Hayward. Mm-hmm. Just saying. So you think in his contract year, Kyrie's going to fucking up and go to L.A. and and get the band back together? Either that. You know LeVar ain't going to be too happy about that. Oh, fuck LeVar. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> Either that or the Celtics may see that he wants to, yeah, that he wants to leave. Maybe they'll ship him to get something in return. Who is the something? Lonzo. (laughs) Lonzo and Ingram for Kyrie? I could see that. I think they want to keep Ingram. I I think they want to keep Kuzma more than Ingram. You think so? (laughs) I would. (laughs) Kuzma's showing improvement. (laughs) I fucking love Kuz. Kuz is the best. But um, I'm just saying, I think Kyrie, personally, I think Kyrie's going to the Lakers. Whether it's via trade or free agency this summer. That that would blow the fucking roof off the app. NBA Twitter would be the greatest thing for a few hours. I just want it so bad. <laughs> I love Kyrie, and I want him to play with LeBron again. Because I was really mad when he left. I don't know. Okay, chances that he goes there. What do you think? That Kyrie goes to LA. To LA? 10%. Killing my dreams here, man. <laughs> Trust me. Ten percent. It would be dope as hell if he went there, but you think it's only ten percent. Yeah. It's I mean, it okay, doesn't chance- if he drafts him first in the all star draft, <laughs> then what are the chances? Fifty. <laughs> I just want it to happen. I think it'd be so funny. I think it's I think it's more around fifty percent. I think there is a strong chance that he goes to the Lakers. I think he wants to play with LeBron again. I think he is now think he is experiencing a LeBronless life again after having it, mm-hmm. and now he he wants to go back. Would you say that if they were to reunite, that he would be essentially reunite. the Pippin to? What would it feel so good? <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'm not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he would be the Pippin to his Jordan Thank to you. answer your question. Thank you. Um, yeah, I yeah, I would say that. Okay. Yeah. 
and honestly, it would it would bring them a lot close because the Lakers have been talking about there's two trades that they want to make. They want to make a trade that'll get them closer to the playoffs and a mega and a mega star. I think it's either or. Yeah, it's they're looking or. for one of one of two. They're well, looking I, I for a mega star. I think they need to focus on the playoffs first and get the mega star in the off season. Personally, not necessarily because if you can get the mega star, that could actually lead to the playoffs. Yes, and but, you have, you, but you'll give up significantly less to get a piece to get into the playoffs compared to a mega star. You have to kind of do a. Why do can't a, you do both? <laughs> you can't. It depends on what they give up. Right. That's what I'm saying. If you go go get a megastar, like yeah, by by default you're gonna be having right. a better shot to get to like, the playoffs. But like, you have don't to do give a, up Kuzma and right. try not to give get rid of Brandon Ingram. Exactly. But like trade Josh Hart. Trade. There's, trade there's gonna be a soft reboot. Yeah. If they go get a megastar, whereas if they go get like a a complimentary piece to help them in the playoffs, it's just a rotational piece you can easily work in. Do you think that they really need a, co- a complimentary piece right now, though? Because they were yes. in, they were they were top five with LeBron, weren't they? Yes, they were. So it, why not? It doesn't it doesn't hurt. Why did the Cavs go out and get complimentary pieces for when LeBron was there? And they still had Kyrie, and they still had K Love. They still went out and got little uh, rotational pieces. They basically hurt. got their rotational pieces in the offseason, though. They got Javale McGee. They got uh, Rondo. They got they're the Lakers. Kyle, it's the LA. Easily. It's the LA Lakers. I'm just saying, if they have a chance to attract people there with LeBron and a chance to get to the playoffs, I and, say, and have one through thirteen ready to go, go do it. I say, once LeBron gets back, they're gonna make the playoffs regardless if they get someone else or not. Right. So if you're not gonna get a second star within a trade, then don't do anything. Maybe get a small piece where you give up a second round. Draft Agreed. Pick yeah, that's years. that's what I want them to do. I don't want them to go get a star now. You, you see, the I wouldn't season. mind them getting a star because what if they can get a star that they can't get in the free, in the off season? Because what if the off season comes and they can't get a star? What if Clay? What if Clay stays in Golden State and KD goes to Boston and AD goes to Portland? I would much. <laughs> I would much re- right. I would much. <laughs> wait, that's that can't happen. Portland's fucking broke. Are they? Oh my god, they're ca- They they did themselves horrible with their contracts. They have no one. <laughs> Yeah, and they exactly they did terribly. And, exactly, anyway. and they gave a bunch of big contracts okay. to no one. If they can go get a CJ McCollum, a Bradley Beal, a Clay Thompson in trade, I could see that happening. I'm. I oh, would much. No, just they wouldn't give up Clay. I Thompson. would much. I'm. I would operate under the notion of over. If I can go get a star, Kyrie. Is Kyrie Kyrie's a free agent too? Yes. If I can go get a star player in free agency where I don't have to give up any pieces and I have a boatload of cap space to play with. And if I want to ship out a couple other uh, players that you know are surplus or requirements at that point, I'll I'll take cap room other than trading or risking having to trade three or four pieces that were I don't want to say crucial but very ah uh, fuck for a lack of better terms I'll just I'll just use crucial like you don't want to mortgage your future use some of these young stars that could that could, it could turn into Boston where these young players could just become stars and start and everything. I wouldn't risk that to go get a star, and he might not stay. And he, he might not stay, and the readjustment period might, might be different, and, they, and, that, that's and that star has to learn how to play second fiddle to LeBron on the go while they're also chasing the playoffs. Wait to do that in the offseason where they have training caps and everything. But what if it's a star who knows how to play second fiddle to LeBron, i.e. Kyrie Irving? I, yes, but again, <laughs> then, come, then comes the – I would much rather just bet on cap space thing. I would just do it in the offseason. If he's if he's already going to walk, 
if he is a free agent this season or is it next or next. So you just think they shouldn't? They should just get a small piece, if anything. Yes, I honestly think they should. If they get, if they, if they go get a megastar, they need to make sure they don't trade Ingram. They need to make sure they don't trade Lonzo unless it's Kyrie, unless it's Kyrie, and they for damn sure need to make sure it's not Kuzma. Yes. Personally, I don't want them to get get rid of Josh Hart either. But if he were, if there was a trade, he'd be the first I to could, go. Yeah, I could, I could live with that. Right. Or even Mo Wagner. Right. So for me, I say wait till the off season. Let the cap space do the even, talking. Let let the money. They still have Zubac. Yeah. yeah, he could be a good piece too. I personally think they shouldn't give up any draft picks because I feel like they've been drafting very well. Lately. They have. So they really have. Although they draft well. They don't develop well. No. As we've seen with D'Angelo Russell and uh, Well, D'Angelo Russell's coming into his own in Brooklyn, though. That's what I'm saying. He didn't in L.A., and then he left the Lakers, and he and now Randall th- has left the Lakers. They expected too much from him. He he. I I actually I don't even think it was so much that they expected too much of him, he, which they're supposed to. He's a top pick. L.A. got in his head. I'm he, just he, saying. He, I, I think it's something within L.A., I think it's LA. And I think it's the personnel of the people who got drafted. Like D'Angelo Russell got such a big head, he goes to Brooklyn. You know, a team that even though it's Brooklyn, you know, Jay Z, like we in Brooklyn, exactly. It, like it doesn't matter because everyone doesn't give a fuck about the Nets, the Lakers. It's the Lakers. I think there's a developmental problem. I mean, Ingram isn't doing anything. Yeah, he's a sl- he's been he's, slow to He's the same as he when he was drafted. We thought he'd be better by now. Kuzma's getting better. Lonzo's not getting better. I'm pretty sure, actually, if you look at the stats, Kuzma, Ingram, Hart, and Lonzo are the same exact players they were last year, statistically. Roughly, yeah. I mean, the Lonzo. Wait, at the at the time before Lonzo got hurt. Yeah. Because I think Lonzo missed a few games too already too. Yeah. Before this new injury, which apparently he might be coming back soon. But anyway, I I think there's a developmental issue. But anyway, that that's another that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Okay. Enough NBA. Yep. Now is the time we get to talk about wrestling. C. My favorite part. Okay. We already did our predictions. Yeah. If you haven't heard our predictions. Aren't they ex- exactly the same on one of them? No, we differed on NXT on one pick, was it? We differed on NXT. It was we, one pick. we differed Gargano Ricochet. Okay. But we have the same exact picks, <laughs> except for the order of the men's. <laughs> Royal Rumble. Right, I you to. have Seth Finn Drew. I have Seth Drew Finn. <laughs> oh wait, did I, did I go? Oh, I didn't go Demon Finn. Did I go? Rumble I mean, Finn? I just I, Finn is Finn. I think I went Demon Finn on that okay. one too. I mean, okay. Uh, oh, but yeah, I, I the only match we have different is <laughs> just the order. All of weekend <laughs> is Johnny Gargano versus Ricochet. That's the only match. <laughs> so someone's gonna win unless, <laughs> unless like Drew wins, because <laughs> then. I would get two points. If, like, Drew and Johnny won, <laughs> I would get two for the Rumble. You would only get one. But then you would get the one for John. Anyway, there's a chance we could tie. Honestly. Which I would be a little upset about. <laughs> but if Seth wins, that would, comes down to that match. I would just walk out. I was like, hey, I could predict this fucking product <laughs> at the back of my hand, apparently. But anyway, I want to talk. They they kind of are, and that's don't show her my re- don't show her my previous cards. Like, we can look at those after like that. Other matches were hard because TLC could have gone Becky or Asuka or Charlotte. I did pretty damn good for TLC. <laughs> <laughs> I think TLC. But TLC was a much harder card to call. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's like the thing. More coin flip matches. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. No. Predictability is never a bad thing. It's 
just how you handle the predictability. It's good when it's unpredictable, but not necessarily too, because there again, it's how you handle the unpredictability. So like, like especially takeover. Takeovers are usually pretty predictable. There's the occasional swerve, you know, like Adam Cole winning the North North American Championship, that first one. Everyone thought it was either Ricochet or EC3. I, I there were a lot of people that thought, but like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> I predicted and I predicted Undisputed Era winning later on. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> um, well, because I thought, well, I was iffy about it because oh. I was like if Adam Cole is gonna win, they won't win later. But right. they won both, and I'm like, oh, not mad. But like. But they, they're able to – they're still able to deliver on top of their predictability. Like, they Correct. still put on fantastic matches, and they make you believe that the other thing is going to happen, and then they mm-hmm. do the predictable thing, which is fine because they do it so well. So that's my only thing with the main roster is that, especially this show, I don't know if they're going to be able to do this well. <laughs> like, the pre-show match could be interesting. I've seen a lot of people pick Hideo Itami. Which I could see. I'd be very okay with that. I might even pick him for Sunday. Um, everyone's picking Rusev. And that's going to be handled poorly. That's going to be such a quick match. It's going to be terrible. Shane and Miz. There's actually a storyline there. And the bar. Like, there's actually... Like, they're most likely going to tell a story with this. So, that should be interesting. But they're going to tell you they handle it. Like, they could just not do anything with it and just have them win a clean match in five minutes. Like, uh, I know. And then, you know, Ronda Sasha, I, there's not going to be much story to that. It's not going to be that great. It's just a, it's going to be a decent match. Ma- it's going to be a decent match, but there's not much story to it. There isn't. No, it's just, it's literally just like Ronda going, I want to face Sasha. Yeah. The end. And then and Sasha, Sasha being like, you ain't shit. <laughs> and, and like, being like no, I am hey, bitch i just gave you a championship match like the, and the, oh my god uh, wrestling observer brian alvarez has put out i think two different polls on his twitter asking is is sasha a heel or a face and both times they ended 51 49 no one knows who or what she is i don't know what she i is. couldn't <laughs> tell you there she's baby face i can tell you that but like there's a lot of hints of heel in there too, like it's terrible storytelling. It's just awful, and it's because there's only one female writer. Maybe one female female writer. Dave thinks that there's about twenty five writers. One of them might be female. <laughs> he doesn't Maybe. know for sure. Maybe. It's terrible. The... Should I buy Wrestling Observer? Just should I? Should I? Th- I think. Yeah, I I love it. It's. You, I think it's you know worth it. You know, there's no female writers. There's no female writers. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, the Alexa Bliss thing from two weeks ago. Yeah, you, you, no, yeah, you, you were trying. Great example of no female. You were explaining that was something. Alexa's. That was Alexa's idea. Was it? it was all Alexa's idea. Mm-hmm. It was. It was paying homage to Trish Stratus. Who she called? Yeah. Well, right. Well, the storyline. That's kayfabe. I know, but, but still, it's a. No. Yeah. Backstage, she said she. It was her idea to do that segment. Well, that's good. Then. Come so on. and that, again. I don't think it was their idea, but they definitely had to check off on it. Especially, so did Jimmy. <laughs> exactly, that's the thing. Jimmy and Naomi are the are the key ones there because they definitely have to check off on that. Like they, I'm pretty sure had with their marriage. 
Well, they uh, didn't they have legitimate legitimate marriage problems on Total Divas? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Naomi never wore her ring, and then it got stolen. Because <laughs> she doesn't like to wear her ring. Which makes sense. But anyway, okay. But uh, we're getting off topic. But anyway, I. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, Anita is joining us on the show tonight. <laughs> if you can hear her, I'll turn up. I'll turn everything up. Um, <laughs> we're just talking to ourselves. Yeah. Uh, Daniel AJ. Uh, I don't think it's gonna go anywhere after this. this is the culmination of the story. I line. think so too. Yeah. Didn't it, AJ also just renegotiate his contract to get more time off? Exactly. That's why Not I. Yeah. That's why I picked. He's going to. That's why I picked Daniel because AJ is gonna see some time off for a wee bit. Well. With his children. AJ might not even resign. There's a strong chance that he signs with AEW. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I would cry. Lesnar Finn, no story. No. Other than David the- Goliath, but it's the wrong story. <laughs> right. Other than well, that's because the, the story fin- just started what four years ago. Exactly. That and Vince is just like, fuck it, fine. You guys want Finn? Here's Finn. Can we and talk about the murder? Okay. Exactly. Exactly. First of all, exactly. first of all, no. Y'all get what you want. <laughs> first of all, no. Vince didn't pick Finn. Brock picked Finn. <laughs> so he can murder him. <laughs> no, because he likes to put over smaller guys. We talked about this. We did, but I, st- <laughs> but I'm still under the. I still think that this is just. I don't as much as I want this to be a Finn like push, and there's a report saying that that 2019 they're gonna start to push Finn in some form of fashion. I feel like this is the push, and after Mania, that's it. He's gonna go back to mid card Finn, and it's gonna be which maybe it is. That's, that's not. Then why you, he's arguably one of your most over superstars on the A show, and you just give him like, oh hey, yeah, remember the Universal Title? Yeah, yeah, you had it once. Okay, you're going to get fucking murdered by Brock. Go back to the mid-card. That's not my point. My point is Brock picked him. Brock said, I want to face him because he's a good wrestler. Okay. Now, if they go out there and put on a really good match... I will be stunned. Then... No, really? A good match no matter what. Why would you be stunned? What makes you think this won't be a good match? I don't think it's going to... I don't think it's not going to be a good match. I'll just be... I don't know. Every... I've... Maybe it's just a me thing, but every time, even in the AJ and, and Daniel matches, at the end of the match, I still sit there. I'm like, damn, Brock really did that for them? Like, every time. I'll still sit there and be like, oh, fuck. Because I, he... He <laughs> wants to, yes, but I'm just like, it's amazing. It's, He's like, egotistical Brock Lesnar puts, it's because puts he, over Fox? He legitimately respects wrestlers, but he respects good wrestlers and wrestlers who he isn't threatened by. He's threatened by Braun Strowman. He's threatened by Kane, well, Samoa Joe, Roman because Reigns. Roman Reigns, because they're big guys who can take his place, and Vince won't have to pay him money anymore. But Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, and Finn Balor aren't going to take his beast spot. No. So he can put them over. So he likes to put them over. It he just, likes to have good matches. It just amazes me because every time I think of Brock Lesnar, I just think of this. He, I just, I just think he's a mercenary. He's. He is. <laughs> he is. That's why I'm just like, oh, shit, he did something good to better someone else's career. That's awesome because he he's a mercenary. Wrestling. Here's the thing. He likes wrestling. People's, I, don't, I, don't give, I, don't, I don't see that, though. People's that's view – okay, that's because his on-screen character. I would say some of his actions off, too. He just is, like, waffling back and forth. He's like, oh, I'm with WWE, but I'm going to talk to Dana. <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Uh, I feel like that was a shoot, honestly. You think it was a shoot? <laughs> I thought – I'm pretty sure that was a shoot. Okay. <laughs> to to just screw out. Oh, Roman's winning at Mania. But he's going to UFC. Look, he what? took a picture with Dana. I'm telling you it was a shoot. Because even Heyman, even Heyman was like, he's going to UFC. He's going to bring the Universal title with him. <laughs> and then 
then nothing came up. And then he didn't go to UFC. <laughs> right. It was a shoot. He has become this mercenary because Vince likes him so much that he pays him to do these big matches and only every once in a while. So, therefore, he knows that he can be a mercenary, so he is a mercenary. But he still likes professional wrestling. There's a reason he came back to professional wrestling. It's because he enjoys it. Okay. I thought, I, honestly, I just, I'm just i under the impression he just goes for the money. No, and I can see that. And honestly, there's probably a part of that. I was going to say, you have to say at least 50% of that is true. Oh, absolutely. True. But he, I believe he's also in the mindset of, okay, I'm here. I have a lot. I, I beat the Undertaker streak. I've won a couple championships. I've had this title forever. N- now I can kind of give back. And now I can put people over. Even I'm winning, but I can still put them over. And that's the thing. He's winning, so he can put them over. He can still make them look good. This only ends well for me if Finn actually uh, has a sustained push, though. If they drop him back to the mid-card, this was all for nothing. It was all just a, oh, hey, yeah, we're listening to the fans. Bye, Finn. But they weren't. (laughs) They weren't. Exactly. They weren't. They were like, hey, Brock, who do you want to face at the Rumble? (laughs) But it just so so happens to be that. Which is why I'm not getting my hopes up But it just so happens to be a guy that everyone loves. I honestly might take Finn out of my prediction for the Rumble. Because I don't believe that they believe in him. I know Vince doesn't believe in Finn. Exactly. I don't think. I know. I have a couple people I might replace him with. I'm pretty sure he's not returning. I know. That's like, I'm like, it's a wild card. It's like, okay. my, if he returns, I'd love to see him return when Daniel Bryan. I have a couple. All right. John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> think, no, think about this, though. Isn't he one win away from breaking the record? Yes. So there's one. Check. Daniel Bryan versus John Cena at WrestleMania. I'd love it. That'd be amazing. It's just. I'd love it. Plus, like think about the mainstream influence. Total Bellas, Nikki and Bree at ringside, mainstream audience. I'm just saying. It's a very big possibility. Yeah, but they still – they're, yeah, they're sti- no, no, no. There's still a connection. I'm not saying yeah, that they're together. I don't think Nikki's about to roll up and be there front row for his wedding. Well, maybe she wants to watch her brother-in-law. True. I'm just saying. The because then you, can be, cause then you can have, like, Nikki, like, cost John the match. I don't know. But anyway. I, right. John's an option. I think Samoa Joe is an option. I think on some level, Mustafa Ali is an option. Just think about Mustafa versus Daniel. I'd Russell. cry. <laughs> I would cry. Um, <laughs> There's someone else I was thinking of. Andrade could, but I think he's getting the U.S. title. I'm just mad that they fucking, that they stripped Greg. They stripped the pleasure I get from Greg Hamilton saying, Andrade, CN. Oh, my. I fucking love his announcing. Greg Hamilton you know is what? fantastic. No, it's going to be our truth winning from number 30. Stop. <laughs> right there. I'll stop you right there. I'll stop you right there because I forgot to say this in the prediction. I was going to say, like, t- tell her the theory. Tell her the theory. There's have. a couple theories now. There's a couple? He's the going to show up at number 30 in the women's rumble. What he said on SmackDown, like, I can't. Carmella literally was like. You're going to the men's Royal Rumble, right? Maybe he comes out at number 13 instead of 30 because he misheard them. And then someone else takes his spot. There's uh, there's always that option. There's an option where he just gets lost and doesn't show up. Or there's an option where someone... <laughs> there was one... Someone <laughs> someone made the recommendation. Oh, no. 
that he gets attacked backstage. <laughs> During while he's coming out for the men's rumble, he gets attacked <laughs> by Becky Lynch. And Becky Lynch, the man, <laughs> enters the men's row rumble. Brock no, no, because then you have Charlotte win the women's rumble, Becky win the men's rumble, and then they both challenge Ronda for the triple threat. <laughs> Not gonna happen. <laughs> be amazing. Be fucking great. But no, I think our truth honestly will probably come out. <laughs> right. He'll come out, and he, he. I don't think he will be number thirty. I really don't. He'll either get lost or he'll come out earlier, and someone will debut slash return in that spot. R-Truth has consistently put out hilarious content the past few years, though. Oh, he's been hilarious. Him coming out thinking he was in the men's fucking money in the bank. And he, yeah, and he set up the that, ladder oh, in no, the rumble. No, when he, walked, when he walked out when, like, it was Roman Reigns, Dolph Ziggler, and Corporate Kane, and they were all, like, going off. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to win. <laughs> and like, you're not even in the match. I'm not. <laughs> that okay. was my fa- that was my favorite segment. That so the, the the other rumor that's going out there, and I don't even think it's a rumor. I think it's all fan theory. There's a chant there. There's a theory out there that Kofi Kingston would win. That'd be beautiful. I mean, he always has amazing spots in the Rumble. Think about. And here's the first thing that came to my I mind. Lose my damn mind. The New Day feuding with Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Just imagine everything. He can yell at them for eating pancakes. No, there was uh, right after they did the whole like McMahon's are coming back. They that backstage segment. Big oh! was standing next to Daniel Bryan, just licking a steak. And he was just eyeballing he was just like, him. He was just, like... just staring him down. It was the most beautiful thing. Oh wait, like, fuck! I remember seeing a bunch yes. of gifts about this. Oh my god! And that's, that's the right. thing. Maybe That's they right. maybe they were setting something up, and maybe it's Big E. Who knows? They could just do any one of the new days. It's day. just fucking Big E. It Come would on, be though. fantastic. I'm, it, there's always oh that option. Oh my god! I um, want that one endless gift. <laughs> honestly, though. Uh, and how many people are confirmed? Randy Orton right. could win. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Oh. So ten. Well, John. John might not be there too. Ten potentially eleven. Yes, and you could be anyone. And yes. I would say at least three or four are going to be NXT are either going to be NXT call ups or just NXT cameo appearances. Large cameos or or at full on call ups. We have the random one legend, which will most likely be Kurt Angle. Yeah, so we have like a random one that was like the hurricane right. last year. You was... know, EC three is going to be in it because he's because confer- he's a call up. EC three. I wouldn't be surprised if Otis Dozovich. Velveteen is rumored to be debuting this weekend. Can you imagine if he comes out at 30? Alistair Black is rumored to be debuting if he doesn't win the title. Either of those at number 30 would go. It would be crazy. Um, Lars Sullivan, if he's healthy mentally. Um, there was another one. There's rumors of like someone like Ricochet, even if he still has the title, just being in the match like Adam Cole or Almas were last year. Can you imagine Ricochet at a Rumble match? Can you imagine the ovation at the Chase oh Field if God. he pops? Um, who is the other debut? I can't remember now. But anyway, there's a few names out there. So I don't know, but that I mean, even there, I only listed five. Is, so that's, that's a third 
of a match mm-hmm. is, could be anyone. Which, let's be real, Zack Ryder, Ty Dillinger, like, those guys will be in it. Kurt Hawkins will get eliminated in two seconds. When when Zack Ryder came out on Monday, my heart got so happy. He hasn't been on in a full year. He was on on New Year's Eve. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He was was on Monday Night Raw on New Year's Eve. (laughs) Yeah, he was. (laughs) (laughs) But still... He hadn't been on the entirety of 2000. And when was the last time he was on? Before New Year's Eve. Yes. Hey, we saw but, him live when we went to Raw. Yeah, Technically, we did. He was on Main Event. <laughs> but still. <laughs> but we saw him live. Ooh, it was great. Ooh, ooh. I'm just saying, like, I, I'm not I'm not going to be surprised when Kurt Hawking, Zack Ryder, Apollo Crews comes out. Apollo Crews is announced. Uh, he's going to say he is. But, like, you know what I mean. Like, when those... Just nobody's going when one of the revival will come out. When it's like number twenty nine to be like an Uso, again. yeah, mm-hmm. like an Uso comes out, you know, I yeah. that kind of shit. Always those like random for people are like. Ooh, oh, I forgot Goldust was number twenty nine last yeah, he was year. Oh my god! Remember that? I do. I was raised. I, I was pissed. I, I was le- ready to turn off the rumble. I legitimately. Shinsuke won. Oh, absolutely. But I hate that they had Dolph Ziggler, like, drop the title and be like, fuck y'all, y'all don't appreciate me. I'm <gasps> back in, like, a month. I remember, actually. They should have had Dolph Ziggler's return be with Drew McIntyre the night after WrestleMania. Yes. I remember while the Rumble was happening, actually, predicting that Dolph was going to return. And then hearing that record scratch at number 30, I was so angry at myself. Because you put it out into the world? Yes. That I legitimately could do nothing but just sit there and laugh. <laughs> I was just sitting there laughing my ass off. And everyone was super pissed. And I was just like, I knew this was going to happen. And I'm pissed. I'm pretty sure you were. God, that fucking one. record scratch. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thoughts that we move on. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, no, wait. I want to go back because we didn't really talk about NXT TakeOver that much. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. All I care about is the potential of pure DIY of chance. That's not happening. <laughs> In my heart, it will. I don't think it will. Ricochet versus Johnny Gargano. Most likely five star match, possible match of the year. Am I wrong? No, <laughs> you're not wrong. Gonna, I mean, I don't think there's gonna be a bad match on the card. There's never a bad takeover. Ah! Unless Matt Riddle and Cash Stono turns out to be like the last takeover, where Matt Riddle's just that's not even a, ten seconds. That's not even a bad match. <laughs> I love those kind of matches. Mer- and maybe Shana the first ever match I watched there. was one of those matches. <laughs> and maybe Shayna. I was going to say, Shayna, Bianca. That's the only weak. But here's the thing. Bianca's improved vastly. She gets overrated chance, but they are not deserved. She is no. a lot better than people give her credit for. And Shayna's actually pretty good. So, realistically, that should be a good match. I'm just worried about... I'm worried about whoever gets the middle three matches. Because whoever opens, their crowd's going to be hot. But then the crowd's going to be dead. And then maybe the very middle match, they'll be hot again. But then there's going to be another buffer match. But it depends on who starts it. That's the thing. Imagine if Ricochet... If it was Shayna and Bianca as a starting match, the crowd will be into it, but not as into it as they would be if it was Ricochet. Honestly, they'll probably open with the tag match. It's going to be 
They usually open with a tag match. They usually so, open. Anytime they can open with the Undisputed, they usually do. Exactly. They My prediction do. for the card is going to be Undisputed, Riddle Ono, uh, and then Ricochet Gargano in the middle. Shayna BL or B- Belair and then Alistair Champa. Mm-hmm. That just seems the best way to do it. But like, I feel bad for Shayna and BL- Belair if that happens because they're going after Ricochet and Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's gonna be a dead match if that any match, whatever match that goes on makes after. It where they should start with the women's match then, because then it might be more of a dull start to the show or have it second. This is where NXT is almost too good for, is almost too good for its own good at times. That's true. Because but like takeovers why... are so damn good. It's like, where do you put but these see, matches? That's also the beauty of it because there's only five matches. Exactly. There's not fucking 10 of them. Right. But still <laughs> like you still have to worry about crowd control and well, not crowd control, but crowd. not necessarily I've, NXT crowds are different. <laughs> they are different. They really animals. are. Yeah, yeah, NXT like, crowds are on NXT one. crowds are the hardcores. NXT, mm-hmm. NXT crowds are like American NXT crowds are amazing, and then UK crowds. Well, NXT crowds well, are and the, on fucking well, the wrestling Japanese, UK fans in general are on another level. Yeah. The Japanese fans were incredible when they did Beast in the East. Oh my God, that was amazing. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I'm looking most forward to Ricochet Gargano. Obviously, looking forward to Matt Riddle really want Alistair Black to win the title which I could see I could really see Gargano costing you know what I could see and so I think it was it was either someone on Cultaholic I think it was Gargano goes in and tries to help like okay so remember when Ciampa first won the the belt he tried to he tried to make sure Ciampa didn't win the belt Mm -hmm. and he ended up winning the belt here He's thinking, I need to be the one to take the title off of him. So he goes to try to help him, but he ends up costing him. That could be a really good way to do it. Put the belt back on black, which he could use another run. He doesn't need another run. It depends on what they want to do with him. I mean, you already heard my theory on on that. I personally think the best way to close out that story arc is to have Gargano win it off of Ciampa. Yeah. It closes the story just so damn poetically, and it's a, it's years of bills. Uh, no, but I've also seen people say, like, they don't ever close Champa and Gargano until, like, they either get Gargano, to the main like, roster. Like, let's say Gargano's called up, wins Intercontinental title. And then that triggers, like, and maybe it's next year's WrestleMania that Gargano yes. wins it. And then Champa debuts. This, this just sounds like a much. I'm going to say, this is just a better version of KO and uh, Sami Zayn, in all honesty. Oh, it's much better. Yeah, it's just a much better version of the this. Theory... I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing this, this feud carry over to the main yeah, roster. Yeah, and, like, they kind of die it out and they leave the inklings of it, like, the seeds planted. That's what right. everyone. Like, you almost forget about yeah. it. And then Gargano gets on the main roster, wins the championship, and Champa comes. And it's just. And watch all the and watch all the NXT fans just lose well, collective the, shits at the on main roster shows if the, that were to happen. The biggest thing that people have been talking about is putting them on different brands when they first come up for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Just keep mm-hmm. them completely separate, never have them interact, even at pay per views. Maybe at the Rumble. I was once, gonna say at the Rumble. It. Or Rumble, maybe like have them do a stare down in their ring and maybe a few blows. And even like a money in the bank type of thing where they did Shinsuke and AJ. Like that would be amazing. That kind of thing. That's okay. And then finally, in a lead up to WrestleMania, you have them eliminate each other from the Rumble and then you build up to that final WrestleMania. A Mania match, match between yeah. the two, yeah. So I, I I agree. I don't necessarily want and I don't think they will completely close the book on this feud in NXT. I just don't think it I just don't think it's fair. Happen. 
because I think they, which, let's be fair, Vince probably won't pick it up anytime soon. No. But that might be even better That's because like then maybe. Don't want some of these people get, to get called up. Well, but here's the thing. Sad. They're going to ruin you. You'll be gone forever. If Vince doesn't touch it, though. It, it still has its novelty. It has the novelty. Yeah. And then when Trips takes over, then he can just, okay, let's do it again. <laughs> let's just tell the exact same story. Alistair, you have to get hurt before this match. <laughs> Johnny's going to attack you in the parking lot. Yeah. We're going to murder you in a parking lot. <laughs> oh, my God. Come play with Nikki. Hug. I love Nikki Cross. Dang. Anyway. Bye. Anyway, there's people who Could don't you like Nikki Cross. The swerve of Nikki Cross winning the Rumble and challenging Asuka. I didn't even think of oh that. Oh my god. We know it's going to be Becky or Charlotte. I feel like that's almost It's a foregone conclusion. We picked Ember Moon as one of our picks. But I I think like Nikki Cross cuz like Nikki I Cross know is a good what show. you've done. What I about Bianca Belair? I guess if she loses and gets called up she loses by DQ, or if she wins by DQ, doesn't get the title. She's still undefeated. Comes up to the main roster. I'm also curious. So we're gonna, so we're, they're gonna bypass her woman, and Oscar with the undefeated stuff can, too. How can this woman just like use her hair violently? Because it's a part of your body. What is her, but what is she's using it as a weapon? And tec- really. and technically, you can't grab other people's hair in the ring. If I, it's just if like I when hit I someone her with, whip someone with the hair, I was like. If I hit someone with my hand, that's me using my hand as a weapon. Yeah, but she makes her hair like a dead-ass whip. <laughs> then everyone should do that. <laughs> it's completely safe. Or not safe. It's completely like, legal. There's not much safe about it. It's this. very legal. <laughs> no, because, like, right now, if you take away Becky Charlotte, there's really no one that's still as a credible threat for Asuka. Carmella. I think if they keep building Carmella, she will. I think she's changed so much. In the Carmella past gets year. too much shit. I think Carmella's Carmella's improved. Good. Carmella's yes. are yeah, we, we, was that you were talking about that? Yeah. Alexa Bliss. Oh yes. Option. It is, but I'm also tired of seeing her in titles. That's very true. I think um, she. I think she could stay away from the title picture for a little bit. Dana Brooke. <laughs> 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 and like it's not gonna ruby be... riot actually oh, oh ruby riot she I'm deserves also... a title Ruby would be a great show ruby okay, needs ruby. to be in a title picture it would be ruby but then not Liv or sarah i don't think it'd be in a ta- oh yeah Lee or sasha because sasha has a match before but she well that's not. god's greatest creation it won't be it won't be billy or peyton unfortunately well it won't be it won't be well i'm like i'm thinking of tag teams I'm gonna they're say because they're, they're, they're oh well yeah no of course not because they've got the belt coming yeah, up soon yeah they have the tag so like even Mandy Rose Sonya Deville no yeah. maybe not Nia Jackson I like the I like the shot of Nikki Cross though I think that's a good one so I think Nia Jackson's little mini Cross, push is I feel over like could be the only t- part one that that could be built as credible if and every right to NXT. oh that could be really good because NXT and her uh, Nikki Cross and Asuka and NXT were beautiful yeah. Yeah, you're right. That last minute woman standing match. The first, the actual first ever. The woman actual first one, match. yeah. Shit, I forgot about that. that. Was a really good match. I remember that match. But okay. Yeah. Anyway, I can't wait for these. All right, you don't have to talk about this one. <laughs> no. Wait. Yeah, my opinion's gone. Here we go. <sighs> my new favorite quote. <laughs> leading, 
in the new in the newest chapter of if Ronda's leaving WWE. So okay, babies. yeah. So let's <laughs> so okay. Babies. Let's 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 backtrack here. Let's go from the start. Dave Meltzer this weekend reported that Ronda Rousey mo- will most likely be leaving WWE following WrestleMania 25 to go home and start a family. Live 25 on or 35? 35. I said 25, didn't I? Yep. 35. Mm. This one. <laughs> uh, yeah, she wants to go home and start a family. Perfectly fine. I, I saw no problem in this. I don't see a problem. TMZ came out and they were like, Ronda's not leaving. She signed a multi-year deal. She signed through 2021. Blah, blah, blah. Brian Alvarez went on the radio yesterday and said, "What? so what if she is? Even if she is signed to a four-year deal and she's signed through 2021, she can still leave. It's not like they're barricading her in the arena and saying, you have to go wrestle. You can't have a child. You have <laughs> to stay. Like yeah. Like, just because she's not, they can do what they did to Daniel Bryan. And whatever time she takes off, they'll add to the end of her contract. That's fine. That's her choice to do that. But, like, she can still leave if she's under contract. So the pe- the fact that people are like, dude, she's not going. Well, well, everybody. Be like, well, well, before they, well, before the whole baby thing, because it, it was it, the report came out like super slow. Like I remember, I woke up that morning and the report came out, and all it said was Ronda's leaving after Mania, and it was like, holy fuck, wow, she's leaving already. Like, well, yeah, I thought she was full time, and then the thing came out that oh, it's to have babies, yeah. and then everyone lost their mind. So it was like as de- as more details filtered in, like for every person that was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. There was about 20,000 others that were just like, ho, 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 what, what? No, he, she can't do that. Why are they doing this? And then WWE had to make the contract announcement. Yes. Because they were the ones that told TMZ she's under contract till 2021. Do you remember the reports that came out around the time of SummerSlam? One Ric Flair told the world that Ronda was going to leave after WrestleMania 35. Vaguely remember this. He dead ass said she wants a family. She wants to live on her farm. She's going to leave after WrestleMania, and everyone was like, "No, no. <laughs> Ronda's not. She's leaving. on a multi-year deal." Also, Ric Flair has gone low key. Batshit insane. <laughs> but apparently, he was right. No, but like Ric Flair could do the sky with Ronda, and be like, "Ah, Rick." <laughs> There's Grandpa Rick again. <laughs> Bro, Rick with a live microphone at SmackDown 1000 was the best thing ever. Anyway. Uh, I don't think I understand what he said at all. He just there were English words. It and was a, so and the occasional woo. <laughs> and it was in a sentence. Now, here before I get into her Air quotes, quote before, before I get into her quotes, yeah. here's the fun storyline angle that they can run. And I if they don't do this, I'm going to be extremely mad and I might stop watching. Are you really, though? Over the summer, maybe. They're kind of, it gets pretty <laughs> shit over the summer. It does. I'll stop watching weekly. I'll still watch the pay-per-views, obviously. <laughs> In UFC. I have a hair sticking out. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's fine. In UFC, she lost a match, and then she lost another fight. Well, she well, she lost the first fight, left, came back, left, for like left and, lost, and left and for left, good. Left. Right. Uh oh, oh. Becky's gonna annihilate her on Twitter so and everything. If if Ronda loses at Mania, which she very well most likely will, and then she leaves, just imagine 
the ammo that Becky Lynch is going to be able to have. And it's all going to be storyline. Ronda obviously will have to check off on it because if she's not comfortable with it, she doesn't want that as a reputation, then they she'll, she'll say, guys, please don't do this. Becky probably will still do it on Twitter, but like it won't become a storyline. But if she's okay with it, this could be a huge storyline, and then eventually she can come back and redeem herself at WrestleMania or something, win the Rumble next year. You know, like actually, like show up at the rumble, or show and up, in surprise it. in the rumble, win mm-hmm. the rumble, and then win at me. You know, something like that. But that storyline is—it's too good. It—it it writes itself. It. it writes itself. It does, but they're gonna ruin. They it. are. <laughs> it kills me. I just want Vince to go to the XFL. Let's get. You know he will. I think I trips. I think once the XFL launches, tri- we'll see a lot of trips's I, ideas in the main roster. I hope. Anyway. <laughs> According get, to ESPN's comment. Ramona Shelburne. Ramona Shelburne got this quote? Oh, she gets all the good shit. Here we go. <laughs> Rousey took exception with those who are speculating on her desire to have children. Quote. <laughs> I honestly don't know why anyone feels that th- they're an authority to speak on my plans for my uterus. <laughs> it's my vagina, my life. Keep the speculations to yourself. Leave me and my reproductive organs alone. I want that entire thing on, like, a poster. I'm a little angry that that sound clip is now in my voice and it is out on the internet. (laughs) Realizing that. (laughs) It's my... (laughs) Leave my reproductive organs alone. Oh, it's Um, so good. But that's great! That's beautiful. Why can't she cut this kind of promo on on TV? (laughs) It's because they're normally scripted. Uh, On Thursday, Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter reported that there is a very good chance that Ronda will depart, like we mentioned earlier. Yeah, I absolutely love (laughs) that quote. Best quote of 2019. Makes me love her. Yeah, makes me love her even more. Uh, (laughs) It's just so good. I just. (laughs) It's my vagina, my life. I just keep thinking about it. <laughs> just greatest quote ever i honestly don't know why anyone feels they're an authority to speak on plans for my uterus <laughs> like that's just too perfect it's just there's nothing bad about that entire quote it's so good <laughs> oh Wow. Anyway, yeah, I, I'm, and personally, I think I stated this in the, uh, in our Twitter chat. Yes. Uh, I'm fine with her leaving. Like she said, it's her uterus. <laughs> we are under no authority to speak on plans <laughs> no, of her real, uterus. Who are we to sit here and say, oh well, she, you know, she can't. You're contractually obligated to not have a baby. So here's the other thing. So <laughs> just take it out. Some. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Some people have an issue that if they knew that she was going to leave after Mania, which apparently has been the plan, that even though she signed the multi-year deal, she was going to leave after this Mania. According to, according to Meltzer. Can we just take well, a moment that, Flair. Wait, can we just take a moment to realize that everyone's losing their shit 
over something that's saying every other job, which is a maternity leave. Yeah, for real. I like I, that, that just that just dawned on me. Like any other place, this isn't so, a big deal. Take a year off and then come back and just even like screw Becky and title match the next. Right. It just. It's now dawned on me that where people are losing their shit over a maternity leave. Well, here's where people are having issues. So, they take issue with the fact that the Raw women's division was built around her and she has beaten everyone. And now she's just going to leave? I can see that argument. But, here's my counter argument to that. Becky's most likely winning the Raw women's championship. And then she's gonna be on Raw. And then there's all there's gonna be a superstar shakeup. <laughs> like uh, they just do away with the brand split. Um, there's not gonna do that. Well, I was thinking like how are they going to do the women's tag titles? Because they're just gonna travel. They're just gonna travel. Yeah, but still they'd have to bounce between Raw and SmackDown if right. they wanted to be relevant. Right. That's Even the plan. Um SmackDown on Fox. Yeah. They're gonna want as many big names on SmackDown as possible. Right, and then but maybe they're also the, gonna want them on Raw because they're not gonna. Make not necessarily. They could just say relevant. they could just say fuck Raw and put the. They, you know what they could do is they could put the cruiserweights back on Raw, and then they could say the women's tag belt staying over here. I don't know. Because because that's what we want to see the cruiserweights again. The cruiserweights were fun. The cruiserweights are damn. Good they're good, they but they, but Raw fucking mismanaged them so horrible. But I'm not trying to see part two. But now Triple H is in charge. Yeah, of, of the 205 cruiser. Live, not Raw. He would be in charge of the cruiser. Vince doesn't know. He couldn't name a cruiserweight. <laughs> You're probably right. We should call Buddy Murphy, like, Bucky or something. Like, so. Hey, Bucky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Friend like, Murphy. Like Friend, <laughs> Friend, Friend Murphy. Friend Murphy. <laughs> 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 I, <laughs> You're right. This is a fun know. episode. I'm <laughs> It has been a fun episode. I'm just saying, I, I don't, I see no problem with this. I don't yeah. see any problem with them basically burying the Raw division for Ronda because I think it's going to work out in the end because it's all going to lead to Becky Lynch. I think I really like, and then Becky honestly could have a title run for a year. I wouldn't mind it at all. I don't think anyone would. I yeah. So until her, on, uh, Charlotte Flair will be on SmackDown. <laughs> That's true. Right. I hate people. Well, who Charlotte. Well, Charlotte Flair fans are just are like, worse than Tom Brady Lynch. fans, I'm right? Like, That's a good job. Right. Like congratulations. It's her vagina. Her I life. Don't think, <laughs> I don't think people get that the reason she. I don't think people understand the reason that she calls herself the man. It's because she beat Charlotte. And what did Charlotte's dad always say? To beat the man. You have, to be the man. You, you got to beat the man. man. Which she even just did a interview. Where she exactly. Said, person in any sport because it's mostly men the right man. exactly and she made wwe generally relevant she is the she top is the, star yeah, i'm gonna say she walked star of WWE. after that match in evolution because all of us noticed it too uh, she walked out she, she started saying i'm the man i'm yeah. the man and then the very next smackdown wham she, she, she i am the man all i care about is wrestlers slowly beginning like the b team like making their own shirts and then it's becoming like a, a, a thing right yeah they <laughs> sold those t-shirts for 28 dollars. the b team shirt yep. i could have made that for, for three like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, i feel bad for anyone who paid for I that t-shirt the B-team. they were just they made my heart happy <laughs> Go. Go. that's actually super fun to do live 
we, uh, we saw FYI. them when we were they're, there. I, yeah. Like they don't have to be champions, but the B team needs to stay on TV. But Thank anyway, <laughs> that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> this was a fun episode. Yeah, it was. Thank you all for listening, Connor. Go ahead and take us out. Sounds good. First round KO. Oh wait, what? I Never forgot mind. to do this at the top of the show. I have it written on the top of the card because I wanted to open it up with. Maybe I'll do something at the beginning too. So if you've already heard this, sorry. Just make this little intro thing before the. Before I'm going Ethan's to. I'm going to say yeah. it at the beginning too, but I want to say it now just in case I forget. Let's do it. We're on anchor now. Uh, I think it's permanent. It is. Is you think is it going to be full fledged permanent? I think it's full fledged permanent. All the episodes are up. Yes, and I uploaded the last episode to anchor, and it worked very well. It's got like nine plays already. Yep. I'm getting a phone call. Why is my brother calling me? Uh, so, yeah. So and so like the the newest up uh, the newest episode isn't even on SoundCloud because I didn't upload it SoundCloud because I like put it together in Anchor. Like so, I I'm pretty sure we're making the full move to Anchor. Eventually, SoundCloud probably won't even be available anymore. We'll, I'll tell everyone about that when it happens. But yeah, we're on Anchor. So as of right now, we're only. We're only transmitted onto Apple. I haven't heard anything about Stitcher, which is weird because we were already we're on already Stitcher. already on Stitcher. So I'll look into that. But as of right now, my profile doesn't say we're on Stitcher. Yeah. But was, eventually was, we're going to be on most podcast apps. Yeah. We're going to be on just about everything. Right. And the big thing, the reason why we made the switch. Oh, the reason why Kyle made the switch. Because <laughs> uh, Kyle, Kyle shot me over a text message about it. And within three minutes, two minutes of me looking at it, I was like, do it. Yeah. I was like, full send, do it. Yeah. Uh, Again, more opportunities for us to branch out on on different platforms as well. Yep. Uh, whether it's Google Play, uh, I, Apple Apple uh, iTunes Podcast, Spotify, Spotify, <laughs> you know, our fucking arch en- enemy right now. <laughs> Just kidding. We love you. I listen, I use you every single day. Accept oh. the podcast, please. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, this gives you guys an and the ability to interact with yep. us because when you download the app. Yes. Uh, and you sign in as, you know, you make your own account. And you sign in to like, oh, I want to listen to podcasts. You have the ability to send in messages, whether they're text messages or voice messages. And it gives you guys the opportunity to actually be in the show. And you can actually be a part of the show in one way or the, uh, one way or the other. And it's just, I don't know, it's more, it's more interactive that way. And as you guys have been able to tell in numerous shows that we've had where there's been people in here, whether it's, Members of the uh, New Bullet Shield Day Club of ours, yep. whether it's just Tom, whether it's kids, whether it's Anita right now. It's the place. It's a, this, this podcast, which is already a really fun podcast, that multiplies by what? 50, 75 when there's interaction in it. And yeah. we, we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear what you guys think. Hear some messages on the show and all that, too. It's just, I don't know. I think, and plus the big thing, too, and this is definitely important uh, when, uh, when it comes to KO here. We have the ability to make money off of this podcast, and you know, and especially, and I mean, you can probably talk more, more, more on this one as well. Yeah. But I don't know, but you know, for Kyle, like this, I mean, you guys know, I have, I've at first I was just a, a, a show up like pop up guy, and now I'm, you know, I'm now I'm the full time host. But first round KO is a is really Kyle's brainchild, and with all the work that he puts in, he deserves to get paid for it, and this gives us the opportunity to get sponsors, get paid you know, and reach a wider audience. So it just made sense. It just made sense. 17 was the first one. 17 was the first one, yeah. Holy fuck. I know. We've done a lot. Yeah, <laughs> we <laughs> have. <laughs> um, yeah, and yeah. so l- like he said, the, I mean, the biggest thing, and 
you'll you'll notice this because one of the ad, the first ad that I got or that we get uh, sponsored by is Anchor itself. And uh, I'm sure you've heard the ad. ad. If you're still listening now, <laughs> you've definitely heard the ad. Um, and it, you know, Anchor is a free host for podcasts. And it's all about its creators. It gives us a chance to get ads quicker than, you know, I've been on Anchor for three days. And I already have, we already have a sponsor, which is Anchor. But it's more than we had before right it and gives how us many, more in how many weeks months exactly so it gives us more opportunity it honestly is a it's it's a podcast app whereas soundcloud isn't it's you know it gives us more opportunities to interact with people it gives us more opportunities to share and broadcast it out onto more platforms you know it gives us all of these different things it's just a better situation and i think it's going to be really good for the podcast yeah so i'd say so yeah so we're on Anchor. I, I suggest you download the Anchor app. I very much enjoy the Anchor app. Um, it's a very good podcast app in general. Um, and then also, like like Connor was was saying, you guys, if you would like to, if you have questions, comments, anything, you can actually send in a voice message to us, and we can listen to it and reply to it during, during the show. So if you want to do that, please uh, interact with us, and, yeah, we'll have some fun with it. But that's Anchor. So now <laughs> now you can do the plugs. Now you can take us out. Sounds good. First round KO. Catch us on Anchor and, at, and Apple iTunes. iTunes. Yeah, as of right at, now. Just look up first round KO. On Twitter, find the podcast at FRKL Podcast. Find, find my, my boy KO here at Olsen2K18. Find myself at countermore underscore seven links in the description also find us on youtube and instagram as well too just search, yes. just search our names there we are there we are there as well our predictions for both nxt and the royal rumble are on youtube and they are phenomenal in the next episode most likely going to recap what happened at the rumble we'll figure out how right we were <laughs> wow it's going to be an interesting episode seeing that most of our picks are exactly the same it's literally going to come down to Johnny. Can you imagine if Johnny and Ricochet open the show? <laughs> Anxiety. <laughs> the winners just decided right there. <laughs> up. Unless Drew wins. <laughs> Unless Drew or Finn wins. Right. Uh, but anyway. But yeah. yeah so Until fun. the next time. We'll see you when we shock the system since day one-ish.
Sitting on the dock, and I'm a real adin. Beggar begging, please don't make me feel this again. Things are getting eerie, like the lake is down in Michigan. Had a good year, kinda tired. Where the Michelin's at the finish line? Go get the checkered flag. Take a couple more shots. That's extended mag. I don't mean to brag. You smell the scented bag. I pull up solo at the function. I'm a tennis stag, stone cold bachelor, acid rapping chancellor. Couple years an amateur, but never had a chance. We are. You see me as a challenge to manage your intuition.